Hello and greetings, everyone, and welcome once again to the Traveling Pulpit. I'm Vernon Sheridan, the pastor here, and I just want to say thank you for listening on today. You know, today is a very special day in our lives because today is the last Sunday for September. Can you believe that? We are, uh, the next time you hear the Traveling Pulpit, which will be Refuel and Recharge Wednesday, it will be October. We are just about finished with the year 2019. You know, I cannot believe that the Traveling Pulpit started back in April of 2019. You know, I think it started a long time before then, but through the process of trial and and error, I did not uh, release a recording until April. I was trying to get prepared uh, to release the record a recording, but it just wouldn't go uh, the way I thought it should go. And by faith, I just stepped out by faith and I just said, Lord, if this is for you, then I want it to be for everyone who listens because it comes from you. And <clears throat> excuse me. And to know that since April, the traveling pulpit has been recording Sundays and Wednesdays for your listening pleasure. It is a podcast that is based on the word of God. It's a ministry podcast where you can take God's word with you while you're on the go. And I am so thankful that I am able to do this with you week in and week out. You know, being thankful is one thing. But I got a question for you on today, and it goes right along with this message. How many people in the Bible thank Jesus for coming to the world? You know, when you look at the, the, the entire scripture from beginning to, to end, how many people thanked Jesus for coming to the world? Or, or look at another way. He was born into the world. So how many people in the Bible thank Jesus for being born into the world? You see, we can do that today because we have the word to thank Jesus for. We have the writers who wrote the who wrote down these things that they eyewitnessed so that we can have on record the things that have been done by a man who was born into the world that comes from God. So that is why we in our day and time can be thankful to the Lord being born. We can thank the Lord for coming into the world. But at that day and time, how many people thanked Jesus for coming into the world? Now, even in today's time, not to get it twisted, there are some people who have not thanked Jesus for being born into the world, nor are there people who have thanked Jesus for coming into the world. Why is that? I'll tell you why. It is because man loves darkness. You won't find it anywhere in scripture where man is grateful for the light of Christ. It's not going to happen. You're not going to find that 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 one person that that just says, thank you for being born. Thank you for for coming into the world to shed light on what I really like to do. Be in darkness. I shared with you on Wednesday how one leper out of 10, one from, a, from, from, the, from the area of Samaria, came back to thank Jesus for doing something for him. 
Now, we are fast, aren't we, to thank the Lord for doing something for us. And everything is good as long as he is doing something for us. I don't need the Lord because I got it going on right now. I got things going the way just the way I want to. I have things all lined up, but let something happen to us. Let something happen to us. Oh, we want to turn our face to the Lord quick, fast, in a hurry because we don't want the storm to happen in our life. Well, see, you have to thank the Lord in the good times as well in the bad times. You see, these 10 lepers that were standing on the side of the road calling Jesus's name, they were in a tough time. They, 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 they were separated from their families, from their loved ones, from their jobs. They were separated from, from, from the fellowship and, and of, of congregation with other believers. But Jesus changed all that, didn't he? He told all 10 to go show themselves to the priests. And as they went, they all went in faith, believing that something miraculous was going to happen. And it did. But only one came back to say thank you. Even in even with Jesus doing something for us, we have to remember to say thank you, but don't wait for him to do something for you because it's already been done. Every breath you draw, you should say thank you with that breath that you draw the breath that's not promised to you, but you draw it anyway. You should say thank you. For waking up in the morning, some of us may not have jobs, some of us may hate our jobs, and some of us may get tired of our jobs, but some of us love our jobs. And we should appreciate the fact that we have a job. We should say thank you. You see, I said that that men love the darkness. You see, in John, the first chapter, the fourth and fifth verse, it talks about how unappreciative man was to have Jesus come into the world. It says, John 1, 4 and 5, in him, meaning in Jesus, was life. And the life was the light of men. You see, there is light in us, guys. There is light in us. But what happened was the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Why? Because we choose darkness over light. Remember Adam, the story of Adam in the garden, he was told what not to do, but yet and still he did it anyway. Think of that fruit as darkness. He chose darkness over the instruction to remain in the light. And that is where we are in this day and time. You see, the darkness is not going to overcome the light. But there will always be darkness in the world. But when Christ came on the scene, it says that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Meaning that the darkness will not try. The darkness will not make an attempt, but the darkness will not succeed. You see, when Jesus created Adam, the first man, not even he thanked the Lord the Lord God for creating him, nor did he appreciate the fact that he was created. Man didn't, didn't thank the Lord the moment that he, he was, he, he had a uh, breath blown into his body. He didn't thank God for that. He didn't tell him, thank you. But every day that we draw breath in our bodies, we should say, uh, take, take a second to say, thank you. From the days of creation until the day Jesus returned, man has, does, and will continue to feel a sense of entitlement. 
for being a part of this world. I say that because every person born feels that, that, that the world owes them something. Have you ever had a conversation with your teenager who's so arrogant and so full of himself? And you've said these words that you, 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 um, uh, let, let me get it straight. Let me get it straight. Um, you are not entitled, but there are some teenagers. There are some grownups who feel a sense of entitlement. They are so full of themselves thinking or believing that the world owes them something because they were born. No, not one of us acts to be here. Not one of us. But that does not mean that because we did not ask to be here, that we are entitled to something because we are here. Because God created us. He created us in his image. He blew into man the light that is in him. And man chose the darkness that ruined him, that destroyed him, that separates him from his creator, God. But Jesus came into the world. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Jesus reminds us that as he was about to go to the cross, he said, be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. Be of good cheer for he has overcome the world. And we are to follow his example. But I tell you one thing. In no man thanking God for being created, let your birthday come around. Let you have a birthday. You want everybody to glorify your birthday. You want everybody to remember your birthday. And if you have a party, you want everybody to come to that party because you want to be recognized. Well, let's all come around Jesus and recognize him. Let's celebrate his life. Let's celebrate the life that is in us because we accepted him as his as our Lord and Savior. Let's accept Jesus, let's 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 honor him. Let's come out of the darkness where we are. Let's come into his marvelous light where he wants to have relationship with us, where he wants to have fellowship with us, where he wants to give us the goodness of his heart to us. But we cannot do that if we still live in a world of darkness, because remember, the darkness has not and the darkness will not overcome it. The statement that was made by, by the Apostle Peter lets us know that it is the identification of who Jesus is. He is the, the, the son of the living God, Jesus. And Jesus told Peter, like he told, like he tell it, like he tells us in the book. Upon this rock, meaning this earth, he will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Meaning that the acknowledgement of who Jesus Christ is in the flesh makes us a part of his church. Makes us a part of his family. This is how we are the brothers and sisters under Christ. This is how how the Holy Spirit brings us together in Hebrews. It, 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 it reminds us to not to neglect the assembly of believers but that we are to gather together that irons that, that in Isaiah iron sharpens iron 
This is how we come together. Remember, in Ezekiel 33, Jesus, God says, Ezekiel 33, 11, God says that he takes no pleasure in the destruction of the wicked, but yet the wicked turn from their ways and live. And live. Man has chosen darkness over light. But the battle is not yet over. We still have to go out on the battlefield every day. Every day we have to go out on the battlefield. Not only do we have to go out on the battlefield wearing the armor of God in Ephesians 6. Yeah, Ephesians Ephesians 6. But also we have to also, also help those who don't have their armor. We also have to help those who don't know what the armor is. We have to be disciple makers. Matthew uh, 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 28 and, and 11, Jesus reminds us that we're, let me find it real quick. Matthew 28 and 11, I believe it is. Yep, Matthew 28 and 11. Let me find it real quick before we go. Just just let me share this with you real quick. Uh, let's see. Matthew 28, 19, forgive me. Go and they go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And behold, I will be with you always to the end of the age. The fight is not over yet. Those Rocky movies that that uh, that reminds us as long as you don't hear a bell, you got to keep fighting. But you keep fighting for the light. That is in men, not the darkness that want to subdue man, because so many men choose the darkness over the light that we have to be on mission at all times. Whether we at work, we should be on mission. Whether we are, are, are at the coffee house, we should be on mission. Whether we are at the gym, we should be on mission. No matter where we are in our life, we ought to be on mission and we ought to be ready ready to 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 defend what it is we believe like like it says over here in 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 um I think it's uh, first first peter let me, let me find it for you be first peter 15 uh, um yeah 15 but in your heart honor Christ the Lord is holy always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that you that that is in you yet do it with gentleness and respect having a good conscience so that when you are slandered those who revile your good behavior in Christ will be put to shame for it is better to suffer doing good than it is than than if that should be God's will than for doing evil we have the light of life in us and we have to be representatives of Jesus Christ on this earth while we have the light in us. And we have to be thankful for what the Lord God has given to us. An opportunity to be called a son and a daughter to the most high God because of the sacrifice of his son on the cross. One man Two pieces of wood and three nails changed the entire course of history. And we should all be thankful for it. I know I'm thankful. Are you? Are you ready to take that next step into being thankful for what Christ did for you on Calvary's cross? If so, 
I encourage you to seek out a church where you can learn the word of God, where it is Bible teaching, Bible believing, where, 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 where the members are living up to the two commandments to love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul and your neighbor as yourself. Find that church, pray and ask the Lord to find that church for you. And I guarantee you that he will, he will provide that church for you. I know I have found it. My family and I, we have found it. And it makes a world of difference when you are in a church where God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit is being preached, being taught, but also most importantly, being lived. And I just want to just stop by this afternoon and share that with you. Well, with that said, I just want to get out of here, get prepared for Wednesday's re refuel and recharge. It'll be the first message of the month. Uh, I'm just so grateful that I have the opportunity to come and share with you. I don't know who you are listening, but I know you are one who needs the word. I know you are one who is encouraging me by receiving the word. And I know you are the one who is going to do just what the Lord uh, says do, and you're going to share the word. So I appreciate you for doing your part as a disciple, as I'm doing my part as a disciple as well. We are all disciples of Christ, but we must choose Christ. And in choosing Christ, we must be thankful for Christ thankful for his birth, thankful that he came into the world, thankful that he lived among men. Thank you that he set the example of what it is to be a disciple and thankful for, for sacrificing his life on, on Calvary's cross. But ultimately, brothers and sisters, ultimately, thank, being thankful that he was raised from the dead thankful that he was raised from the dead. I believe I want to go a little bit into that in the coming weeks, what it means for Christ to be raised from the dead. But I'm telling you this, if you have Christ in your life, if you will invite Christ into your life, that deadness or that darkness, it will begin to shine and you will begin to grow and you will become, you will, you will begin to come into a new life, a new, new relationship. The old things will, will, will pass you and the new things will come on. This I know for certain, and I'm bearing witness to it. And that's why I'm sharing with you this message today. Be thankful for what the Lord has done for you. And I'm just so, I'm just so, uh, uh, I'm so thankful for you. And I'm, and, and, and I just want to invite you back on Wednesday and on next Sunday for, for the message of the week. Well, friends, that is my time. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to say a uh, uh, ending prayer for the month and and I'm going to uh I'm just going to leave it at that. Abba Father, thank you for all the lives that you touch not only on this podcast but but in in your house all over the world. Thank you for the lives. Thank you for for the people who who allow the light of life to come into their lives and change them. Thank you, Abba, for just being being who you are to us, a loving provider who has provided provisions for us to have a right to the tree of life. 
Abba, I'm just so satisfied with 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 what you have provided to me, just the growth that you have placed upon me and the direction that you are sending me, but not me, my whole family. Abba, I thank you so much, and I thank you for these listeners. I, I pray that they will take this message and use this message, apply this message, but most importantly, share this message. And Abba, I pray that we can do this again, whether it's on Wednesday with Refuel and Recharge or next Sunday here with the regular message. But Father, I just pray that you will not cease the traveling pulpit from reaching lives on, on the Internet. Uh, however it's done through the podcast, however you see fit to touch lives, no matter where they are, no matter what, what, what their, what, uh, devices that they use. I pray that you will make a way for the word to reach the unreached and teach the unteachable father. I thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Hey, I'm going to get on out of here this week. I'm going to enjoy the the rest of this day. Uh, I don't know if the fall weather is coming Uh, here in the South. We got 90 degree weather all week long, but one thing's for certain it's coming and we got to get ready for it. Uh, So uh, with that said, I love you. I don't waste words. I love you. Reach out to me, the traveling pulpit at gmail.com. I'll reach back. Let me know uh, what's going on in your world, in your life. If you have anything you need me to pray over, uh, if you have anything that you that you want me to pray over, reach out and I'll reach back and we'll talk soon. I love you guys. Bye.